This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer. Hello, Jim. Here we are again. And we mentioned it a couple of times. I want to mention it again, and that's the number 147. That number is just sticking with me for some reason. I'll tell you why. Because we have a lot of uh, area families who help support Catholic Radio by shopping at Kroger. Now, we're not telling you where to shop or anything like that. But if you happen to shop at Kroger, you probably use a reward card there. And if you first go to our website and register your card with Catholic Radio Indy, when you go to our website, Catholic Radio Indy, you'll see a uh, Kroger logo. If you click on that, you'll go to the Kroger site. They're going to ask for your card number and what charity you want to support. Put in Catholic Radio Indy, all three words, Catholic Radio Indy. That's all you do. You never, ever have to think about it again. And then every time you go to Kroger, you don't have to mention it. Just buy your groceries as you normally do. And Catholic Radio gets a small percentage uh, of everything you buy. It doesn't cost you anything. But if a lot of us do it, it makes a big difference. Now, the reason 147 <laughs> sticks with me is because uh, we had a little promotion here a, a while back. We were at 125 people that were participating in the program. We said, let's try and get that to 150 well, we just got our last uh, report from Kroger. We're at 147. So we need three people to step up this week and uh, register their card at Kroger. Now, don't say, gee, if they only need three, I'll let somebody else do it, because you, we don't know that anybody else is going to do it. So we need you to go to our website, catholicradioindy.org, click on the Kroger logo, register your card with Catholic Radio, forget all about it, never think about it again, and Catholic Radio will... Um, benefit every time you buy a can of beans or a gallon of milk or loaf of bread whatever it is and it's free right jim absolutely doesn't cost you doesn't cost us and we get some sizable checks from kroger because of it well today we're going to be talking about a clothing ministry at saint michael the archangel parish and how this really cool ministry got off the ground and join uh, joining us are our guests colleen sheena project manager at marion university a marion university student and hannah yowler who is the volunteer coordinator there at the local site there so welcome to faith in action ladies thank you thank you for having us well, I saw this. I saw this article in the in the Criterion, I believe it was, about this ministry that you've started, and I, I want to hear all about it. What common threads? What is the ministry exactly, Colleen? Why don't you start with you? Awesome, thank you. So, as you mentioned, Common Threads is a clothing ministry. We are based out of the San Damiano Scholars Program at Marion University. We're both seniors in the program. Okay, it's. Um, for the cycling and redistribution of clothing that's often of professional grade or seasonal wear that's of good quality um, in the near northwest Indianapolis area. So we're looking to promote sustainability in that particular way of rehoming clothing that's in really good quality and just needs a new home. In addition, teaching how to maintenance that clothing as well. So we also offer sewing lessons, sewing kits, and we've both learned or perfected our sewing abilities for the sake of this project. Okay, so you're both Marion University students, is that correct? Correct. Okay, all right. Well, I didn't have that. I didn't have that figured out before we got started, so I apologize for that. <laughs> um, 
we make mistakes here and God forgives us, right? We, we, we thought one of you was the boss. <laughs> Not so, huh? All right. Well, um, why'd you pick the name Common Threads? Hannah, go ahead and take that one. Right. So for the name Common Threads, we have two big reasons behind it. One, the project is a community-based project. So we want to create a common ground with between the Marian community and the surrounding communities outside of Marion. And also we chose the name Common Threads because we're a project that is dealing with redistribution and the repurposing of clothing. And also, like Colleen mentioned, we have the sewing classes. So we chose, we thought that the words Common Threads were very fitting. Yeah, I really like it. Now, talk about what your backgrounds are exactly and how you happen to um, pick this as your project. And we'll, we'll talk about the Sam Damiano uh, program, too, after we do this one. So um, what are your backgrounds? Maybe what are you majoring in? And what, how did you happen to come up, come up with this idea for the um, Common Threads? Go ahead, Hannah. All right. So I am a pastoral leadership major at Marion. I'm also minoring in Spanish studies. And I have various years, multiple years of ministry experiences. I am an officer for our Nice for Life Club. I'm a secretary. And these, all these positions have helped me to end this experience with this project. I am volunteer coordinator for this project. And I was just really interested in the background of the project, what we were doing, why we were doing it. Um, do you want to take over? Sure. Go ahead, Colleen. Um, so I'm a theology major with minors in biology, pastoral leadership, French, and writing. Um, obviously, I have a lot of passions. Um, they all came together, really, on this project, but... What really prepared me for it, I have had ample ministry experience through Marion with ministering to both college students and high school students. Um, this year I was able to serve for the second time as a mentor for the Missionary Disciples Institute, which is for high school students looking to become faith leaders. Mm -hmm. um, and I've served in several different ministry capacities on campus. What really prepared me for this, um, especially for the pragmatic side, I'm the project manager. Mm -hmm. So I have to do a lot with the inception of the project and executing what it is that we really want to do, our goals, our values, and making sure we're on track. Um, I was a part of a business consultation team the fall before we wrote the pitch for this project. So I learned a lot about how to make an effective pitch, how to really look for needs and assets in a community and work with what's there. Now, where and how do people... Uh, donate clothing, and where do you warehouse them, and that sort of thing? So, first of all, for warehousing them, this year we have been able to keep them in our on-campus house at Marion. And for donations, we take donations from anybody who knows about the project who just wants to donate. We have both asked family members and friends from back home uh, people around Marion have donated their clothing. People outside of Marion have also donated. 
So let me ask you this. Where, um, how does St. Michael's Parish fit into this? This isn't like a permanent location. It's maybe the, 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 the beginning site of this. Or talk about that, Colleen. Absolutely. So St. Michael the Archangel Parish has often been a partner with Sondam Capstone Projects. Um, they are right down the street, so they're a very convenient location and a very supportive staff. They've really been instrumental in us getting this off the ground this year. So with St. Michael's this year, they were willing to host us for five different events. The original intent was to have events in a variety of places, but due to the uncertainty surrounding everything with COVID, we actually did have an event somewhere else that was canceled the morning of due to a COVID spike. Um, they were willing to work with us consistently for several events and were happy to let us use the space. They were also able to benefit from the donations for parishioners, for people in the neighborhood, and they've really been helpful in getting the word out about our project and providing us for an initial base for this first year. Now, you're both part of the uh, San Damiano program there at Marion University. Is this a project of all of the San Damiano students, or do different uh, students have different projects? Hannah? Oh, you're, you're debating. Okay, that Hannah's going to take that. Okay. <laughs> For the capstone project, all of the seniors have to participate in the project. Um, but we specifically, within the senior class, have four people who head the project, and then everybody else plays some role in it as well. And then how do you guys determine what project, do you guys work together to determine what prod, what the project's going to be? I mean, you obviously collaborate and then I'll say everybody's on board and say, okay, this is the project we're going to do, or is, how do you figure that out? Yeah, so typically there's one, there's always the option to have more capstone projects, but usually classes end up rallying around one. Okay. For our particular project, um, it was kind of a very Holy Spirit driven thing. Hannah and I had met with one of our campus ministers who's very into sustainable clothing practices and food practices just for the sake of learning more about how to be that way ourselves. We ended up then later that week having the same conversation with someone who turned out to be one of our team members. And a few weeks after that, we met as a senior class to hash out some ideas. There were seven or eight different ideas on the table. So we broke off into teams and we worked out the kinks of each one. We were going to come back together and present them to each other, see what we wanted to pursue. But within the 10 minutes that we had done that, every group except for Common Threads dissipated and came and joined us. So it was really one of the coolest experiences <laughs> I've ever had. That sounds like an Iowa political, uh, what do they call them, caucus, I guess they call them, <laughs> there where everybody, <laughs> last man standing is the <laughs> candidate or however that works there. Well, I want to ask about the, um, how does Common Threads you know, find its... Franciscan Catholic Franciscan roots or talk about that the kind of the Franciscan way and how it's um, related to what you're trying to do as for the Catholic roots we find our roots in scripture and in the corporal works of mercy so we find our big basis in the gospel of Matthew specifically chapter 25 verses 35 through 40 where it says when I was naked, you clothed me. And that also leads into the corporal works of mercy because clothing the naked is one of the corporal works of mercy. And we think that 
through this project, through the capstone, any capstone project, <clears throat> it's very important to utilize and to fulfill the corporal work because with it being a Catholic-based project. Now, is this, uh, this is a kind of a school project at uh, Marion University there. Is the program a semester long, a year long, or how, how ongoing? How, how does that uh, work? Do you mean for the capstone in general? No, for this particular clothing program. Okay. Um, Common Threads will last as long as we can find leadership for it. At the moment, we have new leaders that we are currently inaugurating in, and we are looking for new sites, new partners, and new opportunities to reach out to the community. So we are actually one of the first projects to outlast the class who has created it. Hannah and I are both graduating in May. That's really super cool. Um, how do how do people find the clothing, or how do how do how do you find people for the clothing, or clothing for the people, or how you get what I'm saying? How do you find your customers or people that need the clothes? The biggest way that we find people is through advertising. Mm-hmm. We advertise throughout the Marion community. St. Michael's was very good for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were able to advertise through their parishes, through bulletins. We had, as you saw in the Criterion, we had an advertisement there, which was really cool. Um, what other ways have we found people? <laughs> we have definitely done a lot of word of mouth. Um, the San Damiano Scholar community is really big. We have a massive group chat. So we throw messages in there a lot when we have events and tell them to bring two or three friends who aren't in the program so that we can start becoming a bigger presence, at least to Marion, if not to the surrounding community. But we have also, through St. Michael's, they've been very good about connecting us to people they know will benefit from our services, whether they're parishioners or neighbors. Um, And we've also had people wander in, not having known anything about the event, just having seen people coming in and out and wanting to know what was going on. We are uh, needing to take a break. When we come back, I want to get into those events that you've talked about and what that actually means and when they happen and if you've got any coming up. So we'll get to that when we come back for more Faith in Action. Like the idea of spending a day on a plush green golf course? Our golf outing is coming up on Tuesday, May 25th. If you're a golfer, you'll want to be part of this event for sure. And if you're not a golfer, you're still welcome to participate as a volunteer to help the day run smoothly. To volunteer, call us at 317-870-8400. Registration for individual golfers and foursomes is open right now at catholicradioindy.org. Faith in Action is our oldest, longest-running program here on Catholic Radio Indy. We're looking for some local Catholic businesses or organizations to help us underwrite the cost of this program. It doesn't cost a lot, and your underwriting support will help see that local programs like Faith in Action stay on the airwaves here in central Indiana. Most businesses have never thought about underwriting a program. They don't know how much it'll cost or what they might say in their underwriting announcements. Well, that's okay, because with just a phone call, we can tell you all about it. Call Val at 317-870-8400. 317-870-8400. The call is free and there's no obligation. We can really use your support. So please give Val a call right now while you're thinking about it. 317-870-8400. 
or email Valerie at CatholicRadioIndy.org. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Air. Jim Ganley and I are in the studio. We're talking with two Marian students um, with the San Damiano program, and our guests are Hannah Yowler, who is a volunteer coordinator, and Colleen Sheena, who is the project manager of this new clothing ministry there, um, which is currently being housed at St. Michael the Archangel Parish. Or they're your partner. So talk a little bit about these events you've had. What, what does it mean when you have an event? Okay, so when we have an event, it typically has these two components to it. First is obviously clothing redistribution. We collected over 700 donations this year, all of which were cleaned and inventoried by the team so that we know a little bit about what we have. So if someone comes in looking for something particular, we can be a little more helpful. Um, The other component, which is typically spearheaded by Hannah, is our sewing lessons. We have a table set up with little packets that say Happy Sewing on them. They're super cute, and they have a little bit of different resources and samples that you can use to practice different stitches. Hannah will often be at that table if she's not wandering around talking to people and greeting them, being hospitality for these events, um, teaching basic stitches, how to attach patches, sewing on buttons, and other practical maintenance skills for clothing. So then where have the events taken place exactly? Are they, are, are people coming to Marion University um, or are they, are, are they going to St. Michael's? How does that work exactly? Hannah? They are going to St. Michael's directly. Okay. So all of our events for the month of March and back in the last semester have taken place at St. Michael's in okay. their facility. And then, so again, just to just to clarify that the event is actually for people that want to donate, as well as people that want to get clothing. Is that right? So is it is it two kind of twofold in that in that regard? Correct. Yeah. So what what's the what's it been like? What's what's the turnout been? I mean, has it have people shown up? I mean, during this pandemic, I'm sure it's been kind of wild, you know, to to get this off the ground. But tell me about the turn off and turn turn out, and then we'll talk about um, how you've gotten this off the ground. Yeah, so to use your word, it has indeed been wild. <laughs> um, it's been very variable. We are a nomadic project looking to travel to whichever sites would like us. Um, we were just really blessed to have a base this year that was easy to access and very good for keeping clothing in. Um, I think... Our biggest event was our last one, which was on Palm Sunday, Mm, um, a long time ago at this point. Yeah. Uh, We had almost 45, 50 people somewhere in there. Wow. And prior to that. That's a lot, actually, for a new, a brand new, you know, brand new ministry. Yeah, we were so excited. We were floored by that. Um, The events prior had had 10 or less people each. but after we were able to get in some advertising, we had the 500 Festival Princess program bring some princesses to help us out for an event or two. Um, after that, our attendance kind of skyrocketed in a way. Now, how many um, other students are help when you have one of these events? How do they? How many people do you need to kind of man or woman or whatever you know operate the uh, <laughs> the uh, facility or the you know the event how many people does it take hannah we typically we typically have about 10 volunteers for every event and these consist of the seniors our senior class 
um, and anyone else who is just really interested in the project and wants to volunteer for that. So you mentioned that this is going to be kind of um, nomadic in the terms of, you know, kind of wandering around. Are you are you looking then for other host parishes, I guess, to to allow um, these type of events to kind of continue? And, you know, any any particular regional area in the in the city that you're looking to maybe find a host parish? And how long will you stay at St. Michael the Archangel? Absolutely. I'm going to say that's a very good question, and <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> um, we are always looking to be partners with St. Michael the Archangel. One of our goals of Common Threads has been to be as accessible to the near northwest of Indianapolis as we can, since mm-hmm. that's where Marion is, that's where most of our leadership lives. So we are looking to not only be in parishes, but also be in various community centers to try and really integrate ourselves into the communities around us learn more about how we can truly be of service. So I'm curious, um, were you kind of targeting um, all types of clothing or were you targeting, um, you know, professional clothing um, to kind of help people, you know, have clothing to get ready for interviews or whatever? I mean, what was the need exactly that you were trying to address in addition to like sustainability, that that aspect was there like an, another another type of need that you felt that was there, Hannah? Yeah, our main two targets of clothing were winter clothing and professional. We after doing some research, we found that winter clothing is just very expensive, and for a lot of people, it's unreasonable to pay for. Mm-hmm. And those professional clothing as well. In both areas, sometimes you can get upwards of $300. You have to pay that much just to clothe yourself. And then they, a lot of people have to make the decision between buying the clothing that they need and making some sort of repair on their car, uh, and you whatever kinda, the situation may be. And you kind of need both to go to an interview, you know. I mean, if, if you have right. an interview. Um, so... I'm sure there are people listening and they're thinking, you know, I've got some professional clothes that I really don't need, or I have some winter clothes that I don't need. What's the easiest way or what's the mechanism for people that want to donate that they may be anywhere in the city listening in our, in our listening area? Um, how do they go about donating to this particular ministry? Is there, is there a easy way to do that, Colleen, or what do you suggest? At the moment, we would recommend reaching out to us with our phone or on our email. Um, our email is commonthreads15 at gmail.com. Um, I can also give the phone number if that's helpful. I'm totally happy to. Yeah, go ahead and give awesome. that. All right, the phone number is 574-210-8171. It's primarily a text number, but it can also receive calls throughout the day. It just depends on the day, but talking to us, sending us pictures of what you have to donate, sizes, uh, we sort through everything ourselves. Everything is cleaned prior to being out at an event. So yeah, just communicating with us pretty quickly, and we're happy to help find a place for those. If it's with us or if it's with an organization like Mission 27, we have a lot of partners in the area also looking for clothing. So if we don't end up using it, we make sure it gets there too. All right, we've got just a couple of minutes left in the program here. I think you uh, 
indicated that you were both seniors, and uh, I'm wondering if you would just uh, share for a moment what comes after graduation for each one of you. Uh, uh, hi, Hannah. Yeah, I am very much into Red Ministries, so I am looking at a job out in Arizona with an organization called Nighty's Place. They're a home that houses women who are in crisis pregnancies. So for me, that would just be a year of service out in Arizona with them. Oh. And Colleen? I'm really into writing, editing, website design, and communication. So I'm currently working as a freelance journalist with Today's Catholic in the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. I am also working hospitality with Moorish Hospitality um, up in Baroda, Michigan, and I'm really excited to be starting there. I'll be doing a lot of content for their website, focusing specifically excuse me, on sustainability. So I'm very excited to start that, and I'm always looking to expand my writing and editing to anyone available. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Um, that's really awesome for both of you. You have a lot to look forward to. Um, how has being a part of this project, you know, impacted you, like either spiritually or, you know, academically or, you know, just personally? Hannah? Through this project, I have been able to use my charism with hospitality, and I have really enjoyed being able to serve my peers and the community and I just think that's been really awesome to be able to meet new people and to get to learn more about sustainability and why it is good that we pay attention to what we are doing with our resources. Colleen? On a pragmatic note to start off with, I learned how to sew through this project. <laughs> Um, I did not know how to sew when we started, which was part of the motivation for having that component. Um, so I was very excited to have that. In addition, part of what I have loved about having done this project, having been able to write for it, cover it, has been talking to people and hearing about what it means to them to have this resource available. Some of the stories that we've heard, like Hannah has mentioned, some of the people that we've met, it really has allowed me to see the community that Marion is nestled in and really struck a desire in me to be more a part of it. That's really super cool. Um, Colleen, could you give us the email again and the phone number if people are listening and they want to um, help out and contribute either, I guess, finances or clothing? Absolutely. The email is commonthreads15 at gmail.com and the phone number is 574-210-8171. Our guests today have been Hannah Yowler, volunteer coordinator, and Colleen Sheena, project manager from the Marion University San Damiano program. Thanks so much for being our guest today. God bless you. You have been listening to Faith in Action. The program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please 
call us at 317-870-8400 or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.